whatever it means to you podcast. Thank you so much for everyone listening. It's it's crazy that we still get to do this 47 episodes in. Just uh, want to thank all of you. Definitely want to thank our guest who wins a very special award for what, Shane? A furthest distance traveled. Yeah, dude drove all the way from Auburn, Alabama to be on our show. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I I'd have been like, nah, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know there's no money involved, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, David. Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> dude, I'm honored. I'm honored to have someone travel that far to, to want to be a guest on our show. Uh, David's done a lot of things, and, and you'll learn about it. Uh, uh, mainly, uh, he's concentrating on uh, record producing. So we're just going to get right into it. Please uh, join us in welcoming our guest, David Masters. All right, it's episode 47 of the Wimpy Podcast. This is our first cold day of the season, I think, where it's actually cold. And it's the most garbage day. It's miserable. For sure. Wind, rain. We just lost power briefly in the studio. Just tweaked on us. So we're starting a little late. We were just talking about Christopher Cross. Uh, Did you know that Christopher Cross, they they wouldn't put his face on any any albums or MTV? Yeah. Because he was... Pull him up. Pull up Christopher Cross. He had had a, a fro, and he was a larger dude. Yeah, he just and he, he just, sang so pretty. He had a wonderful voice. <laughs> My grandmother loved him, but just no, nah. no. Nah. Yeah, I think out of all you, of his you, albums, they only put his picture on one, mm-hmm. and that's tough because it's not like Christopher Cross and the, you know, whatever tones. It's just Christopher Cross, yeah, so but, you feel like you'd have. To yeah, but music picture. never used to be that visual medium either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but if you look at Billy Joel, Elton John, if you look at all of their true. album yeah. covers, it's all their picture yeah. of some sort on their records. That's a good point. So, but there's this fat bald white dude. Well, he's bald some yeah, of the he's, time. He's, he's, <laughs> the older he, bald, he got, the balder he, bald, he got. He balded early. He wears bad hats. Yeah, and just he doesn't look like. Yeah, yeah. he looks like. Uh, you know, like your uncle from Illinois. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sad thing is, my uncle does live in Illinois. You have a you have a. Illinois I do. Uncle? He's he lives outside of Chicago. Out of Chicago. Chicago. Do you, do you have you been to Chicago? Do you go to Chicago uh, a couple times? A couple times. I, I haven't Chicago. been up there in a while. Chicago is a cool city. It, it really gets a is. bad rap. It's so much crime and guns and whatever. I mean. Yeah, if you're not involved in some bullshit, you shouldn't yeah, be involved in. You exactly, should be good. But I mean, That's just the South Side. Between <laughs> we all watch Shameless. South Side. Oh, is that where Shameless takes place? Yeah. Do you no, watch no, Shameless? but that's I have not. You watch? Do you but watch that's Shameless? where the Griswolds went through. Dude, I've I've walked in on a couple episodes of Shameless, and because my wife watches it, and immediately I'm like, nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> I can't watch like it. It's can't do it. gnarly to me. The last flight, me and you were on uh, when we were going up to 420 Fest. I I downloaded a couple episodes and sure as shit, like season whatever six, episode one. Like I hit it, boom, on the plane, good. And the first scene's like two people fucking. And I'm like, Isn't God, that the whole thing? It. Yeah, I know, but I was like, yeah. Uh, like, like, it's like, just a bunch off, of other people who, 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 who have sex with other people <laughs> in other shows. <laughs> and just they, they, they all do really bad things to each other and. I, mean, I get it. That's why it's called Shameless. But. Right. Anyway, I like Chicago. I had a conversation with someone about Chicago earlier today, actually. So, But anyway, welcome to the studio slash office 
Um, Thank you. You know, I appreciate you coming in, man. Let's, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, dude. So, this what is, do you got going on, man? Um, what do I have going on? Uh, I'm in school. Uh, Where are you going to school? Uh, up in uh, Opelika, Alabama. Oh, because I live up in Auburn. Oh, you drove all the way down from Auburn? I sure did. Not Auburn, uh, not like Auburn University, Auburn. Yeah, like Auburn, Auburn, Alabama. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know to, that either. To the people listening, I think I just shocked the hell out of these people. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thanks for driving down. Yeah, you win a ward for... Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know there's no monetary guarantee for being on <laughs> No, I understand. Yeah. I, I, no, I saw, you, I saw you put that in writing, and I'm okay with it. This was, yeah. Oh, wow. No, I, didn't know, I didn't know you were coming from that far. I always associated because we were talking before we hopped on the air that you were working at the studio that we first met at was a studio mm-hmm. that you were yeah. uh, working at. Yeah, the emergent days. So, yeah, and that was just down the road. So I assumed naturally that you were still down the road. It, no, no. I moved from here up there in 2016. Wow. So, yeah, it'll be three years. Okay. So what up. are you going to school for? Uh, computer science. Okay. Kind of as a fallback because I've been, I've been away from music for a little while. Mm. Um, and, you know, in the midst of everything, I got married, moved, and um, it's been just a wacky trip so yeah. far to go from, you know, moving down here starting to get my legs in the music scene and learning how to do the recording end of things Mm -hmm. to starting another life. And now realistically, I mean, I'm, I think I put in my bio, I've got middle age breathing down my neck. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that anybody's counting it, but in a month and 16 days, I turned 40. Uh Oh, so yeah, officially, well, yeah, I mean, when you <laughs> consider the 600-year-old American time clock we live on, 40 mm-hmm. years is a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. And I've had I've wanted to to do this like this has been my dream for coming up on 15 years. What has? Being a producer. Okay. Being a producer and an engineer and working in the music business. Mm-hmm. And anytime really beforehand that that I would go and try and pursue it. Something would come up, you know, be it um, a move or um, financial reasons or whatever it was, something would happen. So when I moved down here in 2010, you know, the first year was just sort of getting reacclimated to Florida because I hadn't lived in it in 15 years. Yeah, we're, well, okay, well... There's a lot of things going. Let's <laughs> yeah, I got a lot okay, going so, on. Back yeah. Let's back that Rewind. Up. Okay, so you grew up here then. I actually grew up in Southeast Florida. Okay, I was outside of West Palm Beach. Okay, so that was my childhood up until my sophomore year of high school, and then my parents got the bright idea to get a house sight unseen and move to Ohio, and so we moved to just we were an hour north of Columbus. And I doubt anybody would know the name of the town if I said it, mm-hmm. except for like the two people that I know that still live up there. Yeah. So I lived up there for 15 years and, and at a certain point, just things, things bottlenecked to a point where I had an opportunity to move down here and get back into Florida. And so I did. Yeah. Was that um, opportunity doing music? No, okay. no, actually, it was just a friend of mine who still lives down here had moved 
the year before I did. Mm-hmm. He moved in 2009. And for a year, I got, when are you moving down? When are you moving down? Hey, are you moving yet? Have you packed? Are you moving? And at a certain point, I came down and visited him in early 2010. And the company he was working for was hiring, and I needed a job because the job market in 2010 in Ohio sucked. Mm. Yeah, right. It's right at the tail end of the... Yeah, right at the tail end of that that dip where the bubble went. Mm -hmm. And um, came down here and just, you know, loaded up my old Cavalier and didn't look back. Yeah. And it wasn't until 2011 that I really started pursuing the music thing. Yeah. Did you have, did you have prior experience other than an engineer? Other than what I saw in documentaries Mm -hmm. and, and whatever I was, you know, reading, not really. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when I walked into the first studio I walked into was actually here in Destin. Um, I didn't, I didn't really know too much about too much. Mm-hmm. I had a basic outline of the process, you know, get your drums first, overlay everything else, make it fit through two speakers, however long that takes. And then it goes off into the void. And so when I walked in for the first time, uh, I don't know, I mean, can I, do I say the name? Do I not say the name of this? As long as we are, yeah. As long, we don't we don't like to talk shit about places. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm, can, I'm not gonna. I'm but we not like to t- mention if we're yeah. friendly with those places. We like to yeah. mention it. Uh, it was Neptune. Yeah. Um, I shot an email. I mean, through social media, is how I found every studio gig mm-hmm. I had while I was down here. Um, got in touch with Donnie, mm-hmm. and you know, didn't think I was going to hear back. He emailed me back the next day. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, sure, man, come on out." And um, that was where my education started. Was Neptune the first studio you ever walked in? What did you think at first when you walked in there? Um, other than, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, because it wasn't like it is now. It was before he had that mm-hmm. that big quad eight in there. It was, yeah. I have pictures of it somewhere where it was just the Control 24. Just a simple, like it was a, a Control 24. Tools, it was Pro Tools, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was... I was so stoked, yeah. and, I, and I think, I think on some level, I probably got on his nerves a little bit because I was contacting him every day, going, "What are we doing today? What are we yeah. doing today?" You know, bugging the snot out of him, and um, I felt bad. <laughs> yeah. So I was there for a couple months, and um, f- um, through various conversations he and I had, we it was just kind of time to, you know, head on down the road. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for a little while between studio things, I was actually working in Panama city over at home Depot. And, um, during that time was when I got involved with the emergent thing, Mm -hmm. which that was really where I got the bulk of my education in terms of learning microphones and setup and, you know, running pro tools and, you know, thankfully, Ben was was good enough to me to where I was. I basically had carte blanche. I would walk up to him if we had a session, and be like, "I think I'm going to experiment today with a mic setup," and be like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And you know, what's the worst that can happen? I yeah. got to go change it. I got to put it back a different way. But there were a few times where I I I got the uh, the uh, shut up. <laughs> that sounds so good, you know. 
So I'm, I'm really proud of that, but it was, it was a good learning ground in the fact that we had this really great space and just, I had, I was just there every day making pots. Yeah. Did you, didn't you do some recording with the rips too? We did. Um, we didn't necessarily get, it it was a, it's a long story, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they did come in for two days and they did the, the basic tracking there. Yeah. So, um, which was cool because, I mean, anytime I get to see Charlie play drums is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I love Mike. Mm-hmm. I love Mike Ingram. He's he's such a good cat. Um, at least to me, he's always been spot on. Yeah. You know, never. Yeah, I've worked with Mike for a long time. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, they did come in for a couple, for two days. And I'm just kind of babysat the board and the headphone mixes and... Um, and then it, it was what it was. Yeah, yeah. I remember so. they shot that video there. Uh, yeah, they did. I forgot about for, that uh, for that song. I completely forgot that about that song. Yeah, but they did. As soon as that video came out, I was like, I recognize that room. I've been, <laughs> I've, I've been in that room because you can't miss the uh, the golden soldier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The 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 suit of armor. Which yeah, yeah. which here's your fun fact for the day. It's old cut up Volkswagen metal. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the the uh, the former owner of the building told us that because he's the one who put it in there. And um, I just do, you, cool. do you know the current owner of the building? I do. do well, know? I don't. I don't necessarily know the the guy who actually bought it. Do you? I do know him. Who? Do you? Yeah, he told me to fuck you about two months ago. Did he? Yeah, not wow. even a month ago. A month ago, hey, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm gonna pull up his. Uh, not to derail your story. Oh no, no, no. It's fine because uh, I mean I've got my own story. I just don't know if I've wanted to talk about it <laughs> on here because I don't know if he would, uh, if he even listens to these things or not. So probably if, well, if he knows he does. if he knows that I have something to do with it, he definitely won't. Okay, I won't mention his name though. Yeah, just for, let's, let's not mention any yeah. names. But um, um, yeah. We'll see. I've got, I've got my own story about that. I was wondering, because I talked to the old owner of the building, and he, because I told him what was going on. Because mm-hmm. the old owner, he's always been good with me. You know, yeah. he, he knew that I knew that space, and he was pushing me towards this guy to help him out and get the studio kind of up and running again. Yeah, the current guy? The guy who yeah, currently the current, owns it? Yeah, the current guy, which he's not even really the owner. It's his partner who owns it mm. and who's making, who's supposed to make the payments on it. Yeah. But I'm lost. What's going on? With hang on. Hang on. Hang hang on. on. J- Jared and I know what's going on. I need to, and, um, uh, we'll, I, I don't I'm trying to see if I deleted his. Oh, I, I kept mine. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. So <clears throat> any, anyway, just, I'll share my story real quick. Sure. It's this, this guy who moves to town and he wants to be a booking agent and a studio owner. So he calls me on behalf of a band begging for gigs. And he's real at first he's pretty nice, man. He's he's pretty polite. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes. I just I'm trying to do good work and whatever. And I'm like, all right, all right, guy. So <clears throat> so I give one of his bands a couple dates and the the venue owner hits me up and says, no more of this certain band. <laughs> and I said, okay. So 
I, I sent this this gentleman a text that said, hey, man, I hate to do this, but the venue said that your band didn't work out. So unfortunately, I have to cancel the remaining dates. Uh, I don't have better information for you. This is the part of my job that I absolutely hate because I'm a booking agent too. I, I hate giving this news. I hate dealing it out. If I get any better feedback for you, I'll share it with you. Best of luck to you and your band. I feel like that's about the most professional way you can cancel dates on I mean, someone. That's right. It's, it's, it's straightforward. It's kind. Yeah, it's, you're not being a yeah. you're not being a dick about <laughs> okay. it. You're just hey. So so his response was, "Wow, that is the tough part. Um, I'll let the band know." I'm like, okay, cool. We're cool. Well, that was at about six p.m. At 11 p.m., I think Homeboy got into his liquor cabinet. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I got a text that said, screw being politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck owner of said venue. And fuck said venue. All right. Now, if I say, if we're sitting right here and I say, fuck you, what does that mean? It probably means we're going to fight, uh, right? It, it means you want to fight me. It's not going to end well. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. That's like to me, that means reason. I want to fight you. Yeah. If the if that word comes out of my mouth to you, mm-hmm. that means that I want to fight you. So I said, oh, okay. So I just, I let it go to the morning. I wasn't trying to do this at 1130. Mm-hmm. So I then explained to him, the first thing I said was, whoa, looks like someone got into the booze last night. <laughs> <clears throat> And I said, second off, we need to discuss the difference between political correctness and just being an asshole. Yeah, and yeah. and then I so I explained to him everything. I kind of broke him down. I said, you also have to understand that uh, I've forwarded the way that you handle the situation to every other talent buyer I know in mm-hmm. this area so far. So yeah. you aren't working in this area anymore as far as a booking agent goes. Mm-hmm. And I feel really bad for your band. Yeah. You know, your band needs to seek other representation. I said, I've been doing this for, for several years. I've booked several shows, and I've never spoken to someone that mm-hmm. way. There's other ways to handle conflict. Oh, it's yeah. just not, like, you can't be a booking agent and talk to people that way. And so he went on, and I was like, look, dude, you're 65 years old. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, shut, like, just leave me alone, dude. I'm mm-hmm. done with you. Yeah. You're 65 years old begging a mid-30-year-old to get one of your band's gigs, dude. Like, if I'm doing that shit when I'm 65, I'm going to blow my head off. So, <clears throat> so anyways, that was uh-huh. that was the end of that. Well, the band, here's where the story gets really funny. Because the owner of the venue hit me back. He said, you're going to kill me. The note that I read said that he, he mistakenly read it for... He said that he he read that the band got a lot of complaints instead of compliments. But it actually said compliments. Yeah. Do you know the story? I do because the old owner told me the story. I didn't know it was you. You've heard though. the story already. I've heard okay. this story. Yeah. 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 I I when I was talking to the is old it matching owner, up? Oh yeah. Okay. Word I just want to yeah. make sure oh, yeah. that way. He no no said no. It, it, it it's matching the up that there was the so wait so so the venue is now apologize. So what? the venue told me that they got. A they, lot of compliments, up. but he said complaints. Yes. Right. So I sent, we'll call him JB. Yeah, I sent, I yeah. sent old JB back a message saying, hey, dude, here's where this gets really ironic. I said, the owner 
just told me that he made a mistake mm-hmm. and said that your that your band actually did really well, that they got a lot of compliments. And he read complaints. I'm really sorry about the misunderstanding. The owner is sure. sorry about the misunderstanding. I said, however, given the way you handled this decision, we'd still We're rather still... move on without working with mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I wonder what band it so, was. Well, the the band. And I wonder, then I said I once if, again, I, I feel bad that for I your had, band. I was working with probably for him. Yeah, we four, can talk about four piece. Uh, I don't I don't know oh, the exact piece, but we can okay. we can talk about it after uh, after this. But sure. um, but anyway, they. Uh, one of the guys from the band hit me up and said, Hey, I understand what happened with old JB, you know, whatever. And I said, look, dude, I said, I feel bad for you. Uh, you all lost these dates out of nothing, mm-hmm. but a miscommunication. Yeah. But could but, have been cleared yeah, up. Yeah. To, uh, the, the venue made a mistake and your agent made a mistake. Yeah. I said, if you go, if you just hit me up directly, I'll give you, I'll give you your oh, dates yeah. back. Oh yeah. You know, like I'm not, yeah. there's no hard feelings toward you. I feel bad, but I said, I won't work with, Mm-mm. With your dude ever no, again, no. So, but that's that's funny that you were. That's new <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that you were familiar with that story. I'm oh, sorry. I have a similar yeah. story. Okay, actually, with the same guy. Oh yeah, it's the same guy because he's he's at the studio now. Do you like him? Nope. Okay. Do you want to call him after you tell your story? I, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm as far as I'm. You're concerned, on. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I am I'm. I took what everything that went down as God's way of going that chapter of your life with regards to that building yeah is over mm-hmm. it's closed move move on get go to bigger pastures yeah because it was pretty similar you know i mm-hmm. and and the worst part is i was bringing somebody with me in to help me help this guy mm-hmm. um, cuz that studio needed rewired in the worst way like the control room needed reset up, everything needed to run so we could get it, you know, at the very least 16 channels, if not 24, to record. Oh, easily. Easily. Which, I mean, if you run it through the board, you got 24. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so I, he messaged me and said, hey, man, there's this band here. Um, you know, I want you to meet him. There's you know, no money involved, but there's a bunch of music. And um, I said, okay, you know, they were going to be in town Thursday. And I, I assumed they were playing a bunch of gigs here. They had some gigs booked for the weekend or whatever. And he wanted me to meet them so that down the road we would work, mm-hmm. you know, and record a record for him. So this was Thursday. I got there Friday, time worked you know, figured it out so I could come down here Friday and Saturday. And um, do you know Rob Perez from Helvetica? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He and I are, are really close, mm-hmm. and he was the guy I was bringing in to help me. Um, you know, because we were both going to – we're both very similar philosophy-wise on how we record and how we set up and things of that nature. And he's just a super good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like one of the few people I'll put on my hand and say, yeah, I trust him. Um, so I got there Friday and they were on day two of a free four day block out for the studio for free. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) They had already tracked drums and they sounded, they sounded horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, they were wrong. He put a, you know, 
Uh, was it him recording it? Was yeah. he tracking it? Yeah, he okay. barely had eight channels working, and the way they were mapped out was just uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a big no. Mm-hmm. Um, he put a he put a, a video camera shotgun mic right on the snare, so it picked up the whole kit. All the mics were just messed up. Everything was just blowing out. You know. Okay, so was the had the band ever recorded in a studio before? I'm sure they have. I just don't think they recorded in that studio. Okay, so but but being in a band, wouldn't you think that if if that's really going on, wouldn't you be like, yo, we don't care. This is free. That sounds like shit. Yeah, you got to get out of here. Yeah, Mm. yeah, you would think. I mean, granted, it's free, but I mean, these guys are too good for what they were getting. Like, really too good. And I came in and I was, you know, polite. I said, you know, do you listen to the drums? And they sound. Surprised my ears didn't bleed. Mm-hmm. I said, "Do you mind if I move some stuff around? Because you're the one who set it up. I'm not trying to step on your toes." JB's like, "Yeah, sure." Um, I move some mics around. I set some things up. I change out the shotgun mic, which a shotgun mic will pick up a mosquito fart three miles down mm-hmm. the road, <laughs> and. Got everything set how I wanted it. Kind of got some levels. Said, okay, do you mind if we retrack at least, you know, just see where we're at? Okay, sure. We retract one of the songs. They come in and they're like, oh, wow. It sounds so much better. Mm-hmm. And so we retract all the drums because they did five songs. They retract all the drums and then we kind of called it at night. We were going to do whatever tomorrow. Saturday morning was when I was going to meet up with Rob because initially I thought we were going to just walk in and kind of like start to uh, kind of take stock and, and sort of see what we need to do, where we need to move things, what has, you know, what has to happen to make this thing a working business. Cause Rob knows bands that need to record. Mm-hmm. I know that space, like the back of my hand, I know, three and a half years in there, I learned. Yeah, so regardless of your relationship with the guy who is yeah. running it right now, you still, like, you don't want to see that building go. No, down. no, 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 wanna, no, It's no. kind of like Funkies for me. Like that, know? yeah, like yeah. I, well, like I said before, that was my education. Mm-hmm. That I, I owe that building a lot mm-hmm. in terms of my knowledge base, in terms of, you know, what I learned, um, the people I met. And Saturday morning comes around, I go pick him up, pick JB up from the studio. We meet Rob at the breakfast place and we have breakfast. Um, and then on the way back to the studio, we stop and got gas. And there were a couple of things that we'll talk about later, but, um, you get back to the studio and, and Rob's like, Oh, there's a session going on. <laughs> I said that yesterday. We set up and we tracked bass that day, which, Working with Rob, that was the most effortless session I've had. As a producer, as an engineer, it just it was f- just effortless. Mm-hmm. Everything was going good. We got the bass tracks down. They sounded on point, um, which I've got a little snippet on my phone, a video if you want to hear it later. Um, and we got him set up to track the guitars. I had to had I had to leave it to Rob had to leave it to for various family reasons and we're like we, we'll get you set up so that you can record the guitars and then whatever you guys do the rest of the time is on you and rob asked the band he said you know so how's it going you know 
like he would. And the guitar player and the drummer and the bass player were like, well, it was kind of iffy until he showed up and they pointed at me. Mm-hmm. And which I'm <clears> like, wow, thanks guys. <laughs> and he, Rob was like, okay, I can understand that because it's just so bad. <laughs> Yeah, from a studio standpoint, from a person, from a studio rat standpoint. Well, also, it was just, it's it sounds there was no. You don't want multiple producers on same tracks at different times. Yeah, setting up different yeah. things. Who's this dude, where did this dude you, come you from? You don't want to know, dude. Yeah, Shane. Honestly, <laughs> you don't want to know. Just, I mean, just, he, just he, he just walks in. He's just, just looking at producer. Well, we'll get that. Let's let's we'll let him there. finish finish his deal. We'll, we'll, we'll get go. there because <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I mean, this place, we had no, there was no communication between the control room and the band. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a $5,000 here back system that you are not using. Mm-hmm. It, it's not hooked up. It's not working. He's got headphone cords running from, you know, the, the, some of the gear out underneath the desk through the wall to headphones so people can hear. Mm-hmm. There's no way to communicate with them because they can't hear you because there's nothing working. He's got, I'll give it eight channels, but it was so messed up how it was mapped out. He had the patch bays pulled out of the rack. They were just laying on the floor. Come to find out one of the three pieces of outboard gear doesn't work. And we're just like, you know, between Rob and I, we're just looking at each other going, man, this is... This is a shit show. Yeah. And and even the band's like, yeah. Yeah, it, so what so what happens then? We got through, we got him set up to record guitars. I left, Rob left. Rob and I had a very long co- phone conversation on my drive back to Alabama. Um, and I didn't hear anything the rest of Saturday, didn't hear anything Sunday. I wake up Monday morning. I have 18 text messages on my phone from JB. He basically, he basically told me and Rob F you. Okay. You guys are punk ass bitches. You don't know what you're doing. He, mind you, I've been learning this thing for like 14 years. Yeah. So why, why did he say that? What was, um, his, what was his reasoning for going off like that? Booze probably because he's, because he has insecurity issues. He has, um, but but did the band not agree that you were doing a better job? For oh, them he, than he he was? he he sent basically the same messages to the band mm-hmm. the same night, basically saying <laughs> you're not going to work with them anymore. They're punk asses. You're just we'll get you some younger people your age that'll work with you that know what they're doing. I'm like really, dude. I I mean, and I and I reached out to the band, mm-hmm. you know, on on Facebook. I reached them out, and I mean, he he called us. This isn't the same band that I'm talking about. By the okay. Way. Okay. All right. Just because the band that I'm talking about is older dudes. Okay. No, these were young kids, and yeah. for all the younger they are, dear God. Mm-hmm. But um, I said, if we came across as arrogant, if we came across as anything, Rob and I are sorry. We we that was not our intention to just you know, we only want what's best. We still wouldn't want to work with you, if that's a possibility, because you guys are just that damn good yeah and they messaged us back and and you know they messaged back and they're like no way man it sounded way better when you guys were there mm-hmm. it started to feel like kind of came together this was you know we didn't know where he was getting this from either we don't know what happened 
uh, other than he probably got drunk. They sent me the messages that they got from him. Yeah. And yeah, it was funny because one of them sent a gif of like, are you back in the liquor again? I forget mm-hmm. what it was, but it was, you know, are you? Are you drunk again? Yeah. We need to go and, over there. Let's just go over there. Fuck no. I, I'm, we'll make it I'm, a, like an exclusive. No, we'll I'm, I'm a voice recorder on and we'll just show up. I'm, I'm, I'm I just, yeah. I, <laughs> I just kind of, I, I don't, I don't have it in me to, yeah. to deal with it anymore. But, and then, so I took most of the day cause I was at work. Um, cause I'm a pharmacy tech too. And, um, Jesus. I, me- I messaged him in the why are, why are you going? Okay, hang on. Time out. Time out. If you're a pharmacy tech, mm-hmm. why are you going to school for computer science? Because I don't Did you go to pharmacy school? No, you don't. Oh. Need to. No, 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 no. I'm not a pharmacist. Oh. No, okay. I've seen their job. I don't want it. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just, I would. Those dudes no. bank, bro. No, yeah. because if any. If, what is it, like 80K right out of school or something? Easily. Oh, no, no, no. It's more like 120. Yeah. Yeah. 80k at Walmart. No, dude. Walmart at Target. Up. <laughs> um, fucking with me. That's why homeboy, homeboy I know. I'm messing with. Uh, no, not Target. He worked at Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Captain. Yeah, old, old Captain. Yeah, old Auburn Captain. Old Auburn Captain. Straight out of the gate, Walmart. 150 buying Corvettes and shit. Fuck you, Captain. If you're <laughs> okay, so. But, um, so I, I let it go most of the day, and then I messaged him. And I said, "Look, I don't know where this is coming from. I've never run into this in in fourteen years. I've never had this problem. I spoke to the band; they don't have a problem with us. You know, somewhere there's a lack of communication." And he said, "Well, I don't care how long you've been doing it. You know, blah blah blah. I don't remember the exact content because I." A certain point, you just did he say I'm from Nashville, and I've got. Uh, well, he told me that he told me that too much. He, oh. he told me that when I first met him. He told me that when I first met him. But you know, basically, the end of the conversation was um, uh, some messages he sent me, and the last thing he said was, uh, "I didn't want you and Rob to bully me out of um, running the the studio. He, like we were gonna bully him." or push him out of yeah. ownership of the, of the building. Yeah. Like <laughs> I just left it. That. I didn't even answer it because it was okay, just so he's so... not even funding the studio. No, he's got, no, he has, he has a quote unquote partner mm-hmm. who I don't think really knows what's going on in there. Yeah. And I don't know what he knows or what he doesn't know. I just know from the old owner, there's a payment that's due in January. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't happen. Then things are going to hit the fan. Well, yeah, no shit. So, you know, but that's, that's all I know. Hmm. Man, it's hard, especially in the area we're in, anywhere, studios are very hard to be profitable Mm -hmm. because things are so expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, one microphone can cost a month's rent. Mm Mm-hmm. Easily. You know? Easily. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, though, just how much all that stuff costs. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like I said, I especially because it's so competitive and now with pro tools people can record at home and mm-hmm. come out with something that sounds pretty well, close to need, studio quality if you if you're a decent producer yeah if i mean they don't even need that i mean it comes with garage band mm-hmm. you know yeah it's right there yeah you can do a lot on your own yeah you can you so. can but um yeah i guess i'm just an old fuddy-duddy mm-hmm. you know i'm an old fart and like 
yeah, you can do it yourself, but you're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. You're doing it alone. Well, you know, and it's, and it's tricky to produce a, uh, to produce something yourself because you don't have anyone else that's sitting there telling you this yeah, is garbage. There's no objectivity good, to good. it, yeah. which is you know. Yeah, I think a produ- I think a producer is key. If you if you want to be in a band at, at any sort of level, mm. a producer is key. Very few people can can do a self produced album that's great. Um, like Blake Brock, his is great. He yeah. did that all on his own. Oh yeah. Have you heard it? I've listened to bits of it. Yeah. It's really it's, good. It's, it's it's really good. good. I think it's really good, especially for doing it himself, mm-hmm. basically with the same equipment I have, just a few more mics. Yeah. Um, he did a really good job, yeah. but that's also just because he's he's a good musician too. Oh yeah, he can play he can play all that stuff. Um, but yeah, aside from that, producers producers key. So, mm-hmm. so that's so that's the last time that you're probably stepping in that building. I'm assuming, um, unless it falls yeah. under different ownership. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you? Would you consider still working at other studios? Oh yeah. Oh just, yeah. No. Okay. You, you. I mean, if a band has a, and song. you did that shit for free. Yeah. Did he at least buy your breakfast? All right, I'll go there. Jared, 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 Shane. This guy, this guy does, yeah, you owe everybody, somebody owes everybody a beer. No, dude, my shit's on silent. Somebody owes everybody a beer. I don't don't have a notification, so it's not me. I don't have a notification either. You have a notification. You're the only one with a notification. Unless it's the computer. Bitch. Do not disturb. I don't know. Unless, you better fix unless that. it's the computer itself. Well, the computer did just update, but that computer has never made a noise at me. Okay. And especially so if it did, we're plugged into the yeah. headphone. So it's Shane's app. fault. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'll take it, that. Anyway. <laughs> no one's even going to know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, uh, breakfast. Breakfast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me preface this by saying this guy who is, quote unquote, running this studio, this guy that, who's trying to book bands, he does not have a car. He does not have a driver's license. He is not doing anything to remedy either of those situations. He's probably not allowed to have when, a driver's license. When Rob and I took him to breakfast, he couldn't afford a $5 breakfast and a $4 pack of smokes from the gas station. I bought his breakfast. Rob bought his smokes. <laughs> this guy has no money. And this, this is the guy who's telling people, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And 18 text messages. He's calling me the punk ass. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, he, 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 there was no way he was going to pay me. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, he did, he, it's like, the best way I can, I can explain it is it's almost like he just wants a flop house that people come in and jam. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's it. Yeah. And he just doesn't charge anything. He thinks that two pieces of outboard gear are going to draw in all these big names and all this and that. I can drive down to Clearwater right now and walk into a studio that has 20 times the gear oh, that sure. you have oh, and sure. an SSL board and, you know, you have nothing, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, it is what it is, <laughs> yeah. you know? That, well, I, I'm really sorry that we spent that much time on your <laughs> show discussing somebody else. Yeah. But that's crazy that we have a similar experience with I that know. guy. I know. Um, <laughs> coming to find out, you know, it goes down the yeah. pike, and it was you that yeah. had to deal with him. I didn't, I didn't think it would be. Yeah, that dude's done. I, yeah. I want to meet this guy. No, you don't. Yeah, dude. We've not met face to face. I have. Oh, I have a couple really? times. It's all been over the phone. It's all been phone <laughs> conversations. Yeah. I didn't know his age until uh, he told you. Until I looked it up. Oh, you. I looked, looked him up, up on Facebook, <laughs> and I was like, "This dude's got to be sixty-five. How old is he? It's got to be mm. sixty, sixty-five, right?" No, I don't think he's. I mean, I think it's just the mileage. 
I think he's in his either late forties or mid fifties. Really, somewhere between late forties and mid fifties. I okay. think. Okay, hold on. We're gonna look. At, we're gonna look him up here. Yeah, check him out. I don't know if he has his face up on Facebook. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Oh, is he one of those 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 old guys? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> That dude's definitely got to be in his fifties, right? At least, at, at least fifties, Shane, right? Oh, at least. And that was back in two thousand fourteen. You know who I feel the worst for? Uh, Whoever has to fuck him? No, the studio. Oh well, yeah, because I mean that building should <laughs> yeah. not be. Well, I liked Ben a lot too. Oh, Ben was Ben was yeah. great. Yeah, I think Ben's a good dude. He really is. So I didn't know he got married again. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he Who did. Who you married to? No idea. Hmm. No idea. But. Oh, cool. Yeah, so anyway, man. Anyhow. So you, so you so you did work. I didn't realize you were working back in that studio either. So I, you did I, go well, to work back anymore. in the studio. <laughs> <clears throat> so I, I, you're almost done with your degree? Um, if everything goes to plot, the worst case scenario would be at the end of the end of next summer. Yeah. And then what's the, what's the plan with that, man? What's the what's um, end goal? I mean, the end goal is, you know, secure a job mm-hmm. and, and be able to contribute to the, the household. Goals, you yeah, know? the end goal is to pay some bills, right? Yeah, I mean, the end goal is to pay some bills, which, I mean, the ideal end goal would be able to do this and pay the yeah. bills for it. You know? Now, did you have to move there to go to school or did you move there because that's where your I moved wife there, is yeah, from? I moved there okay. because that's where my wife lived. And yeah. she, with her job, she had spent a lot of time building up her clientele. Mm-hmm. You, you now you've you're recently married, correct? Yeah, it'll be two years in March. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got married March eighteenth, and um, it was a good day. Yeah, that was a good day because I mean I, I know people say it and it's cliche, but I did marry my best friend. Mm. So, hi, honey, because <laughs> I, I know she's going to listen to this and she's going to be like. I, they, hey, they're all on me and Shane. I'm sorry. And I'm we can, trying to keep it to a minimum. I'm trying to be good. I apologize yeah. to my pastor and my you wife. A paper, bro. I did. I signed the release form. So, hey, you but, listened to some of these episodes. You knew what you were getting. I, into. Yeah, I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. But hey, in the, in the name of self promotion, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take the hit. Yeah. Well, I'll clean it up, man. No more efforts, Shane. No more F-words the rest of the episode? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to infringe on the First Amendment. Bring it in. I'm not going to infringe on that. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, just because I'm not going to do it doesn't mean anybody else shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Same one for me, too. <laughs> so what does your wife do, then? You said she she's... is a hairstylist. Okay. She's been doing it for 11 years, and she's... She does very well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out Laylee. Um, well, our friend Laylee does that shit, and oh, she okay. makes uh, bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My wife's actually out of town this week. Oh, she's going not on vacations. And she's stuff. not in Auburn. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's actually out of town, making basically making her nut for the month. Okay, because you know what I mean. She it, she just she does very well. Yeah, you know, she, um, you know, being being in Auburn, you can probably with how with how much um, with how much stuff is filmed in Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. There's probably a ton of uh, it's not even that. a ton of work over there too. Jared, she works downtown Auburn. Mm-hmm. The amount of college walk-ins, them little, them little sorority girls yeah. coming and getting there, yeah, for real, for you know, they her. don't have to cut your fucking hair. They pay like a hundred bucks to get it like blow dried, shampooed, and shit. Yeah, a blowout. A yeah, blowout. that's the blowout yeah. deal. I spent that money on my girl when she went to fucking mm-hmm. Nashville. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Shout out yeah. Marlo. God damn it. hundred bucks to get her hair blow dried. Get out of here. <laughs> well, there you, ha- there you there, have it. There you go. There you go. That's how... It pays to go in yeah, hair, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. <laughs> so is that what you're going to do after you finish your computer science degree? Start uh, start working, doing hair. Do oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's my next <laughs> do a, step. Do a blowout. I've I've, <laughs> I've hopped around so much career wise. Why not? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'll probably either. I'm, right now, the networking aspect of it is mm-hmm. pretty interesting, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's kind of like recording gear. Yeah. You know, it's almost parallel Mm -hmm. at least from what i've learned at this point yeah what do you mean like building networks or just the the way that it's you know patched through and set up Mm -hmm. and you know all the gear that they use and everything else i hate coding i know that Mm -hmm. i cannot stand coding yeah and i'm having taking a java class and uh like uh taking java and then another class database management but they're using like sql mm-hmm. which nope yeah <laughs> no, I, I guarantee you i will not be writing any programs anytime soon yeah i did a. I i worked for a computer business for like a year uh computer house calls uh oh yeah when i worked for uh one of our one of our friends dad had a little business and we'd go to oh, right on we'd make house calls yeah to go and clean up people's yeah. basically clean up people's porn yeah. It's basically what we got paid to do. More or less, yeah. Yeah, just a bunch of old, dirty, retired military old, dirty guys man. in Niceville. Yep. Who, who would want us to come. <laughs> yeah, we did. We'd come in there and we'd run like Adware yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. what else? The one other program. But mm-hmm. And they would catch so much stuff and we would just swipe it off. And that some of these machines would run like brand new. Dude, there, there were a couple mm-hmm. calls because it was a $40 minimum to, yeah. for us to show up to your house. And there'd be a couple people that'd be like, I can't get my computer to work. I can't get my computer to work. And we would t- literally, we'd turn the monitor on. We'd press the monitor button. <laughs> and, and it would and come, it would on. come on. And I'd be like, I'd hate to do it, but like, it's 40 bucks, yeah. yo. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. your, that's their own damn fault. <clears throat> no, they, they're, they're yeah, right they just, they, 40 bucks. it's pretty stupid. But. Yeah. <laughs> One guy was like, I, he, we have to go to see him once a month to clear up his boy channel is what he called it. Oh, Lord. He's like, I need you to clean my boy channel. His boy channel? Oh, that's gnarly. Oh, that makes my brain hurt. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy going into people's house. Wow. What a weird thing to do. You don't want to see you. That's not a thing anymore, right? You still have to do that. I'm sure. I'm sure. A lot of people still don't know. I'm sure there's a business for it, for sure. I'm just imagining the the conversation I'm going to have with my wife tonight. So what did you guys talk about? <laughs> well, we talked about cleaning up porn off of computers and and then, you know what a jerk JB is. So yeah, then we, we covered <laughs> everything. But it's not else. the porn, right? You're you're actually you're 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 deleting like malware and like Trojans yes. and shit, right? Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. I wouldn't have to see yeah, gnarly that's what I'm stuff. Saying. Yeah, yeah, it's not like, oh, well, don't delete that, throw that on a thumb drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's a, that's a anyway, career option for you that is, after a computer that, science yeah, degree. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. What else, man? What else you want to talk about? Um, I feel like between JB and, and some other things, it's kind of <laughs> got out of hand, man. It kind of, yeah, that so, was, we kind of went down so the rabbit hole. let's talk about what you want to talk about. Um... I mean, other than shamelessly begging for, for recording work. 
<laughs> I don't. Well, you know, that's the cool thing about this show is that the, I think there there are quite a bit of musicians. We have a lot of musicians yeah. on here. Yeah, a lot of whom you've worked with yeah. or you know. Well, anyway. actually, Mike messaged Mike Van Ness messaged me not that long ago. Yeah, I need to get a hold of him. Yeah, he's one of my Mike's one of the best. He's people such in a the cool world. dude. He's such a cool dude. I yeah. remember when he came. I think he came in with a three piece once mm-hmm. to the studio, mm-hmm. but the one guitar player had to leave because he was getting um, uh, reassigned to another Air Force base. Mm-hmm. But that was a long time that ago. That was a long time ago. That was like what 2012, 2013, Probably. somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and the funny thing is, I, I've either worked with or run into or know a lot of them mm-hmm. around here. Um, it's just, it's just at this point me trying to figure out how to, how to drum up business mm-hmm. essentially yeah. for lack of a better word, because if you're a musician, if you're a beat maker, there's a gajillion and nine channels you can take to, to get your stuff out there, to, to get paid, to find work or find a tour or a manager or whatever. But if you're, if you want to be on the other side of the fishbowl going, that sucks, don't play that again. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. So, and trust me, I've done the legwork. So, I mean, and there was a time, I think post 2016, where I just, I really didn't mess with it all that much. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. I just kind of walked away, kind of took stock. And, you know, I've prayed for just, you know, God, take it off of me. It's been 14 years. It's been almost 15 years. You know, things haven't panned out where I think they should or where I would have liked to have been at this point in my life and in my career. You know, so, and it just, it's still there. Yeah, Want, wanting the, to do it. So, to, what, so is that what you've always wanted to do? Then is the recording thing the the being a record producer? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, well, not all the way. Which, by the way, um, we should. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally you, bro. That's all you. That's your man. iPad doing it. It is. Um, it's on, do not have a... We should probably take like three seconds for <clears throat> for Stanley, because that one kind of hurt. Yeah. I don't think it hurt that much. It hurt me because you got to understand, at one point, my biggest career aspiration was to draw comic books. Absolutely. I totally agree. I, you know. I had on on my my Windows 95, I had a a, a, a CD or this program. It was called How to Draw the Marvel Way. Mm -hmm. It is Stan Lee. Yeah. On, on, like, teaching you how to. Yeah. Draw a comic book. He would bring... But I, don't, I didn't hit me that hard, man, because oh, homie was 95. 95. Yeah. <laughs> he had the best fucking life ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're 95 years old. You're a multimillionaire. You've got to draw he, a comic book. He created something. He, he created a world. Yeah, he oh, built an entire dude, universe. Yeah. That's going on after him. Ever. Yeah. Forever. Probably. And, oh, and yeah. He's, he's quoted to say that. He's like, if, if one person says, you know, <clears> I like that story that you wrote, he's like... Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. Yeah, you mean millions and millions of fans he has. Yeah. I mean, dude. how much? Mo- what was his net worth? What was? The- well, he was hurting there at the end because people were kind of scamming him, and he was. He was he really? He, yeah, he was kind I'd of in trouble there for six hundred million. But I don't know anything. Let's see. I would I would put it right. I don't, I don't think I'd go that high. I'd probably go like one hundred fifty million. 
But dude, he was. I don't. How many franchises did he create? But he doesn't own that shit. Like Disney owns Marvel. He doesn't own that Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, but somebody had to take the buyout. He he retired from Marvel like thirty plus years ago. Mm. So. I think it was just his name. Yeah, but if you're still getting residuals because, you know, with the movies... 80 80 million. Ah, just 80 million. It's just 80 million. (laughs) I was way off. (laughs) He was hurting. I guessed one right on the other day. Who was it that I guessed right on? It was like 400 something. Yeah, yeah. Who was that? I forget. It was on a different podcast. It was on a podcast (laughs) that we listened to. It was on the money. It was weird. I was like, what are they worth? Like 450? uh, Stephen King. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's Stephen King worth? 400? I'm going to try it again. I, was off. I mean, I'd be okay with 80 mil, though. That wouldn't hurt my feelings. Unhappy. I mean, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be unhappy with 70, 79 million. So do you still draw then? No. No, no, no more drawing. Because I went, I mean, I went to college as a fine art major because I figured that was just yeah. the logical step because I've been doing it since you know before my you know since like seventh grade were you ever a performer were you ever actually in music in music did oh, you yeah. perform music oh yeah what'd you say i'm a, I'm you a drummer you okay i'm a drummer right yeah i uh, started learning that in 93 yeah 93 back in the mtv days mm-hmm. when they still played music just switch went off and yeah oh yeah i want to do that and yeah. so the next several years of my life were spent on the corner of the bed just <laughs> you know, trying to listen my, for specific parts, get my whatever. body to work so that this foot doesn't always move with this arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember the first time I was able to do that, where I was actually to play mm-hmm. able to play a kick independently of of my limbs. Yeah, I thought I was pretty cool. It's like I've got. And I'm not know. a drummer at all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not yeah. true. We used to get we used to get drunk and and and. and just jam the fuck out on that little uh, uh, electric. Oh I, yeah, I play. I would play it frequently, but I'm not a drummer. Oh, I'm not saying we're saying it sounded good. Uh, yeah, we, 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 yeah. <laughs> we were we were thought it sounded great. Yeah. We were roommates, and we used to go to the we used to go to the bar after work, and yeah. we'd, after we'd get home from the bar, we'd just crank tunes and just play along. And, <laughs> Sometimes Shane would be there. Sometimes he'd be asleep. Oh, dude, there's still... <laughs> I'll still get busted by my wife. We'll be walking in the store, and I'll just be air drumming, and she'll turn mm-hmm. around like... Do you have a set? I wish I did. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one for a while. Yeah. For a good while. But... Yeah, well, cool, man. Well, best of luck on everything, on your on your computer science degree, on your producing. If people want to uh, get you to produce some stuff for them, how can they get in touch with you, man? Um... Pretty much, uh, my Facebook is what Dave Master seventy eight David Master seventy eight. Um, uh, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram more than I am on Facebook. It's crazy that your last name is Masters. And yeah, you're like a producer. <laughs> yeah, know. I'm. I'm hoping to be one day. I mean, I'd like that to pay the bills, mm-hmm. and you know, at least afford. I don't want necessarily want a lot of recognition. I just want to be able to make a living and you know take some of the burden off my mm-hmm. wife and have. Nice piece of land or something, you know. If we want to go on vacation, we can go on vacation, yeah, or whatever. But yeah, reach out to me on Instagram. Um, what is it, Masters Recording seventy eight? Just look up David Masters; it should pop up. You'll see my ugly mug. Cool. Anything else there. people should know? Um, I 
I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think if they, I guess if they want to know anything, they can message me. Cool. Um, yeah, because I mean, I'm available. I'm have song. We'll travel. Cool. And we can go. We can work work it out. Right on, man. Well, thank you. You are definitely the furthest traveled Wimty <laughs> guest. Yes. Thus far. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> that that doesn't have like a second home here at least. Yeah, yeah. We've had Clemens, some people. Clemens doesn't count. She was oh yeah, she's back all the time. <laughs> so, well, cool man. Safe I, travels back, dude. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it, appreciate man. your Thanks time, man. Me. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Hit us up. Hit David up. Uh, email us wimt.podcast at gmail.com. Look up David Masters on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, we have some guests coming up. We're going back to back, Davids. We have David J Maloney on next. That'll be number what forty eight. And then what do we have after that? Who's 49? Let me see. Let me pull up the calendar really quickly. We got uh, Chris and Karen Reed. Yeah, that's going to be, that's not 49. Oh, yeah, it is. That is 49. And then we'll have episode 50. After that, that's going to, that's going to be, we're going to get Colt and Matt, the original Panhandlers uh, podcast in here to do that. We're going to have fun. That's going to be a late night, Saturday night one. So that one's going to probably not be your typical (laughs) podcast show. And uh, yeah, cool. Thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll get at you next time. Don't be